Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, this is Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I was reflecting on a question that has come up a few times in different ways in my Facebook group, Optimize Life, which you're free to join if you like. Um, and it's the question of second-guessing ourselves. How do I stop second-guessing myself? You know those moments when some you say one thing, the other person says the opposite, and you go, oh, am I forgetting something? Did I miss something? Did I misspeak? And you start thinking it's all you. Um, is it my fault? So I want to tell you that when you're with relentlessly difficult and toxic people, the ones that I call hijackals, these people want you to second guess yourself. They want you to have that moment when you question, was it my fault? Because you know that they're going to make it your fault no matter what. You know that, right? So that if you're with a relentlessly difficult, toxic person, a hijackal, their whole thing is to get you to accept the fault for everything so that you stay in that question, second-guessing yourself, doubting yourself, and always thinking that if you do better, they will be better. And that's not the way it works. They won't. And you really need to get in touch with that. It's not you. I know you're a good person and you want to think, if only I'm more patient or more kind or more compassionate, if I just understand more, if I don't ask for too much, then I understand what you've been through. I've been there too. And then if I wait long enough and I'm good enough, they'll change. But they won't. They have you just where they want you. They have you second guessing yourself. Now, why do they think that's a good thing? Well, anytime we second guess ourselves, yeah, sure, it's a good thing for us to sit down and check in, be aware, be self-aware. As Is what I'm doing making sense? Is what I'm taking on appropriate? And if you sit down and think it through and you get some clarity, then you'll also feel more confident and you'll be able to be assertive. And my definition of assertive that comes from my book, Kaizen for Couples, is that you have the absolute right to draw breath and take up space at any time. And therefore, you have the right to say what you think, feel, need, and want. Now, what you don't have the right to do is to talk about another person. So you can never say the word you. But you have the right to say what you think and feel and need and want. Speak only of yourself about how you think, feel, and what you need and want. And as long as you're not speaking to anybody else about it or for anybody else about it, then you can be assertive, speaking only about yourself. And do you know that you don't have to please anybody? You don't have to say or do what somebody else wants you to do. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to be who someone else wants you to be. And a hijackal will try to make you turn yourself into a pretzel and lie down like a doormat to accommodate and think you'll have the ability to make them happy. That's not why you're here. You're here to fully express who you are. And for them, they just want to keep you under their foot. So do you really believe this? Do you have evidence in reality that this is true? And if not, maybe I'm making it up. <laughs> you know, there is a wonderful spiritual book I love and take this phrase from it. I don't love everything in it, but this phrase I do. And it says, everything has the meaning that I give it. 
You see the power and value in that? If you honestly believe that everything has the meaning that you give it, then you can take responsibility for being the author of your life and what you do and how you respond. So when someone causes you to second guess yourself and say, wow, did I really say that? They're telling me I didn't and I believe I did or they're telling me that I didn't and I think, oh, you know, you get so confused. So no matter which way it goes, and I know that's true for me, let have a think about it. And in the moment, you'll come to that clarity and the ability to be assertive. And that's a good thing. But if someone has you on the run, they have you second guessing yourself all the time. And that's not a good thing. That means that you've given them your power, that you've given them the opportunity to define who you are and to actually define your reality. And if you don't stop and have that nice cup of herbal tea and have a think about it, you'll keep on the run for a long time. And they'll make you afraid and they'll make you small and they'll degrade and demean you and belittle you. And you don't want that happening. So yes, if you second guess yourself, have a good moment to clarify and think what's really going on. What do I really think? And then do I need to set a boundary? Do I need to set this straight and how do I do it? And that's positive. But if somebody has you always second guessing yourself, there's a high likelihood that that is that person's way of controlling you, having power over you. And if you allow them to do it, you're enabling it. You are letting them get away with it. So don't let other people define you. Just because someone says you're not a good person doesn't mean you're a bad person. What are you seeing? What do you think of yourself? What do other people think of yourself? What do you want? Is that okay with you? Are you spending enough time alone thinking these things through? Or are you spending your time alone in pain and agony and wondering what's wrong with me? Wondering how to please a hijackal, which you can't do unless you continually give them their power, is really a futile exercise. You can't please a hijackal. Their entire persona is he or she who won't be pleased. That's how they keep power over you. And so if you're going to stop second guessing yourself, you have to give your head a shake and sit down with that cup of herbal tea and say, what's really going on here? Let me take a step back, get into my reality and say, hmm, I'm not going to let this person define my reality. Tell me what I think or feel or need and want. I'm not going to tell them who, let them tell me who I am or who I should be. If they want to be in relationship with me, we can have an equal, reciprocal, and mutual conversation about how each of us could do things better. But in a hijackal relationship, it's very one-sided, as you know, and their whole thing is to get power over you. And if you're second-guessing yourself, guess what? They have it. So stop now, okay? Don't enable it. Do not participate. It is not okay. So I hope you'll make a few changes thinking about that. And back that up by going to forrelationshiphelp.com. Read the blogs, see what's there for you, or go to the YouTube channel for relationshiphelp.com. Also, if you think you might be with a hijackal, get my Seeing the Cycles Home Study Program. You'll find it at forrelationshiphelp.com under the Programs tab. 
seeing the cycles, how to recognize, realize, and, re and know what hijackal behavior really is. And once you see that clearly, you can't unsee it. Talk soon.